0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from C3 Church San Diego. For more information on our church, go to C3SanDiego.com. All right, lift up your hands, say, Jesus, awaken me tonight in Jesus' name. Hey, well, look it. I'm so excited because we're in the God in in Hollywood series, which is cool because I get to preach on a movie. So, have you? Do we have any Star Wars fans in the place? Come on, come on. That's what I'm looking for, come on. Is there anyone who's never seen a Star Wars movie? Put your hand up. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't have asked for that. There was uh, some of you, I, I think different of you guys. Watkins, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But uh, it's all good because I'm gonna parallel it with uh, someone you may know called Moses in the Bible. But I'm preaching, um, the title of my message is called... Awakening the Force, there you go. I almost forgot what it was. Awakening the Force, and uh, uh, yes, I'm preaching on The Force Awakens, which is a great movie. If you haven't, go back, you don't have to watch all of them. Just start with The Force Awakens, watch The Last Jedi, and then December 25th, we're gonna find the, the ending of this trilogy. It's gonna be amazing. But uh, what I love about this movie that I'm gonna preach on, uh, we're gonna see a few clips from The Force Awakens. It's gonna be awesome. But what I love about this movie is, and most superhero movies, is I love when these heroes do not know who they are. And in the movie, there's the revealing when they, Finally, understand who they really are when they think they're just. The, the main character in this movie is a girl called Ray R E A Ray, and Ray is just an ordinary, beyond ordinary. She's just a regular girl. She was abandoned by her family at a super young age. Uh, she grew up in a in a in a, a lo- loser planet called. Um, Help me out, Zeke. What's it called? Jakku. Jakku. There you go called Jakku, and uh, she was a junker. A junker means her. what she would do, not even to make money but just to make food, is she would go to piles and look for junk and find junk and take it to this guy who would give her like portions of food. So she was low, okay, she was just doing her own thing, but she was, that's what was life was for her until she rescued this droid, uh, droid's a robot, by the name of BB-8, and she rescues this little droid who ends up leading her on this grand mission and adventure in this movie. It's an epic movie. So she finds this droid. I'm trying to convince Pastor Drew to watch it. He said, I have a, a couple minutes to sell him on it, so... But he watches, uh, uh, she finds this droid, ends up being that this droid is on a mission, that many people are looking for this droid because it has the, the map to who? Luke Skywalker, right, who's still alive. So she thought Luke Skywalker was a legend, a fairy tale, a story. She finds out that Jedi are real, Luke Skywalker's real, and this, this little robot that she saved has the answer. So she's excited to go on this mission. I'm gonna help them you know, get to Luke Skywalker or whatever. Along the way, God interrupts her life. How many love it when God interrupts an ordinary person's life? Along the way, she's doing her thing. She gets a call. She literally hears a call. She hears the voice of herself as a child calling her. And she gets called. When I saw it, I kind of related to Moses' burning bush experience. You know, Moses was just doing his own thing. Moses was also abandoned by his family just like Ray, he grew up and, and, and he's doing his own thing and all of a sudden, he's minding his own business and this bush just starts talking to him, right? It's, all, it's not even just a bush, but it's like a burning bush. Not the singing bush from the Three Amigos, but a burning bush. So she sees this burning bush that's talking to him. And so what is is, is, is this the call of God? It's the call of God. So the first clip we're going to see is, is, I just set you up for the clip. You're going to see a clip where Ray literally gets her call from the force. So the force in, in, in the movie could be related to the Holy Spirit calling us, okay? So watch this clip of Ray getting her call. Come on, we're watching Star Wars in church, guys. What's up? I'm like, just let the movie play. Just let the movie play. Guys, <laughs> you might get saved you just watch the movie. Okay, <laughs> Oh man, that's so awesome. But what I loved about this clip, we're gonna break it down. This is gonna be great. We're gonna learn about Star Wars. It's gonna be awesome. But what I love what she said is says the lightsaber belonged to Luke, his father before him, and it's calling to you. It's calling to you. How many know purpose calls out to you? Your destiny, your purpose calls out to you. You could just ignore your purpose, your destiny, but what's born of God cannot die and it's still inside of you. What God created you for is there and it's gonna keep pulling and calling on you until you respond to it, until you respond to it. So here it is, she's, see, I entitled this message called Awakening the Force. The force is your purpose. How many know purpose is a life-giving force? I love this quote about purpose. It says, don't ask what the world needs, but ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Because when you come alive with purpose, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what you drive because you're fulfilled. Purpose is more fulfilling than money. Purpose is more fulfilling than anything you have because you're living your life on purpose. It's a force. And I believe tonight God wants to awaken purpose inside of somebody. Come on. We're gonna awaken the force of purpose. And uh, to do that, let's look at this verse in the Bible. Philippians chapter three, verse 12, Paul speaking. He says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on. Someone say press on. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what's behind and straining toward what's ahead. I press on, again, toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I love What I love first about that verse is it says, I press on to take hold, I love the NIV, it says to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. When Jesus saved you, he didn't just save you for any other reason, just to go, he saved you for a purpose. The Bible says that Jesus took hold of you for a purpose. Paul says what my job is to do is to press on to take hold of that for which he took hold of me. To find the purpose and the reason that Jesus called me by name. How many know when the, when the saber called Ray, when the burning bush called Moses, it wasn't just to say, hey, how you doing? It was like Moses, the land needs a deliverer. That's why it calls out to you. When God calls out to you, when you feel the call of God to show up to church at 5 p.m., come on. When you show up to church on a Sunday night, you feel there's a call of God on your life. You feel there's a reason. And so it's up to us to lay hold of that for which Christ laid hold of us. But what I love about this verse, these three verses, is do do you notice how it describes the purpose of God? It says, press on. Then it says, straining forward. And then again, it goes back, press on. Oh yeah, that's the purpose of God. I think it's great, I think it's great that it says that, that the purpose of God, it involves pressing, straining, and pressing. Pressing, straining, and pressing. Pressing, straining. I think it's great to understand this because sometimes we think just because God has a purpose and a plan for our lives, that it's gonna be easy. Oh, I'm, do, I'm walking in God's will. Once I just walk in his will, things are gonna be great. So beautiful on fulfilling his purpose. I don't know where you read that in the Bible. Because when I read this verse in the Bible, it says there's a lot of pressing, a lot of straining, and a lot of pressing. That's how it describes your purpose. God has a call for your life, but you got to press for it. God has a call for your life, you got to strain for it. And after you're done, you're going to have to press for it again because there's a lot of things out there that doesn't want you to fulfill your call. If you you notice in this movie, as as it goes on, uh, you're gonna see the villain in the next scene, or you saw Kylo Ren, he's the evil guy with a red sword, and and he's out there talking to his master or whatever, and he tells him, "Ray doesn't know who she is yet. We need to get her before she understands who she is. She's barely starting to realize that she has some Jedi power, she might be a Jedi, but she don't really know yet. So like we gotta get her quick because, and I feel the same thing the devil tries to do in our lives, he wants to get you before you realize who you are. He wants you to think that you just sit in church and live a good, happy life and you know, take care of your family and, and, and yeah, God wants you to do that, but he also wants you to impact. He wants you to change, to be a, a game changer. He wants you to leave a lasting influence. We're called to be the light of the world. Light changes things. Light light changes everything. Light allows people to see what they couldn't see before. You're called to influence people that they can see something they've never seen before. Amen. So uh, this is the first message. I got three points guys. <laughs> I got three points. I'm gonna preach. this is great. I'm preaching on a movie. I got points. This is great. Three points to awakening the force and stepping into purpose. You guys ready? Yeah. Finally, if you're taking notes, you can take notes. First point, one is let go of the past. Yeah. Did you catch that? Did you catch, did you catch Moz, that little creature there? Her name's Moz. And did you catch what she told Ray? you see what, what Ray did is Ray, Ray had been staying in this planet waiting. He saw a little glimpse of this ship flying away, and she's a little girl crying. Where well, her her family did just took off. We don't know why. We're going to find out in the next movie. Watch it, December 25th. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody knows who she is. Nobody knows where she comes. We're going to find out. It's a mystery. But, but Ray's been waiting for this ship to come back, and she's afraid to leave. And what did Maz tell? I love what Maz, the way she says, she goes... The belonging that you seek is not behind you, but it's ahead. The belonging that you seek is not behind you, but it's ahead. It's in front of you. And so I want to talk this because one of the greatest things that's going to keep you from reaching your purpose or fulfilling or realizing your purpose in life is learning how to let go of our past. Because our past can be filled with whether it's failure, disappointment, hurt, betrayal, rejection, abandon, all this junk we hold on to and convince ourselves why we can't fulfill our purpose. This lightsaber just called out to her, gave her this vision, and they're like, dude, that's Luke's saber. No no one's ever, touched." that's calling out to you. She's like, yeah, but I gotta go to Jakku. You know, they're they're waiting for her. She goes, dude, leave Jakku alone. Stop, they're not coming back, okay? Move on. So I'm gonna parallel this with, with Moses because Moses too got called and Moses too said, I can't because of my past. Yeah. I can't because of my past. I just can't. I need to go back. I, I can't do this. Moses' big past was, was failure because he killed a man. Yeah, that's deep, guys. Come on. Yeah. Moses killed a man. Yeah. Big, bit of a problem. But do you know, I, what I love about Moses and his purpose and his destiny is do you know why he killed a man? he killed a man because he saw Pharaoh's people mistreating the Israelite slave. And there was a flicker of his destiny burning inside of him where he says, I just can't stand aside. I can't just watch the Israelites be mistreated. Something rose up inside of him. He, had, he didn't know God. He had no burning bush. This was 40 years prior, guys. He, and so he... He took out, he did it in his own strength. Come on. He was Moses the deliverer without God. He was Moses the deliverer in his strength. And I don't think he honestly meant to kill the dude. I think he just wanted, to, but he woke up in beast mode that day, guys. Come on. He woke up in beast mode. He's like, bah. He's like, dang, bro. He's like, he must have been a brother of breakthrough. <laughs> oh, he didn't mean to do it. But he did. And, but I think it's cool because it proves to you that part of your purpose and destiny has been there all along. Yes. Your purpose and destiny has been formed inside of you before you were even born. Yes. So some of the things that you desired as a kid, you realize they have glimpses of what you want to do now and what you're going to do. It's God created. God created Moses to be a deliverer. Moses had a feeling he might be a deliverer. Of course he did it without God. And it led to him murdering this man. Do you know what happened to Moses? He went in hiding for 40 years. 40 years, moved away, left everything. It started a family, guys. It started a family. 40 years. All of a sudden, he's just minding his own business. 40 years later, forgot about the Israelites, forgot about defending them, doing his own thing. I don't know what he was doing on the mountain that night, but he was up there. And all of a sudden, this bush awakens to him. And God begins to speak to him. He says, I can't. God had to tell Moses, put the past behind you. And he actually argued with God. They argued back and forth. God had to convince them, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace can cover all of your past. My grace can make, qualify you. See, the funny thing is, it's your failure that proves that you need God. It was actually Moses' failure that proved that he needed God. Because Moses tried in his strength and couldn't. So this time he's like, I'm only going to do it if you come with me. See, a lot of times we need to realize that it's the brokenness that qualifies us for God's anointing. It's the very thing in your past that you think is keeping you from your purpose that's actually part of your purpose. It's the brokenness in Moses that he says, I can't do this, God, I'm not the man. I, 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 I cannot do this. And God's like, that's exactly why I'm calling you. Because you know you can't do this. I'm calling you because I need someone who's broken. Someone who realizes that they don't have the strength. Someone who will do it not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of God. So I think this was all part of God's plan, unfortunately, to break Moses, to bring him to the place where he could only be the deliverer if he was a broken man. Jacob can only turn Israel around when he walked with a limp and was broken. Some of our pain, some of our failures, some of our hurts and disappointments that break us can be the best thing in your life if you lean on God. If you take the brokenness and say, God, I need you to fulfill that. God, I've been abandoned. When your mother and father forsake you, then the Lord will take you up. Come on, somebody. So it's it's the pain that we try to avoid that we think disqualifies us that actually qualifies us. Don't let disappointment cause you to miss your purpose. I want you to re-look at a different angle at that obstacle in your past that you think is disqualifying you just because you take a different route doesn't mean you won't get to the original destination just because we take a different route so here Ray had to deal with that Moses had to deal with it we need to deal with that tonight we need to realize what is holding us back from our past Amen? amen good stuff good stuff all right I think we're ready for clip number two. So this is pretty cool. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Come on! <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? See, I don't know if you know, but you see, the, the Jedi, they, they could use the Force to pull stuff and do things like that. So the villain, Kylo Ren, he wants, that's Luke's. A, a lightsaber. He's pulling it and the camera makes it look like he's pulling it, but behind him, Ray's back there. And see, what makes this so epic, besides the fact that, did you hear that song that started playing? If you know Star Wars, that song is the, is, is the Jedi song. That's Luke's song. That's like, well, I was in the theater and I heard that song. I'm like, oh, crap. It's like, it's like he's she's a Jedi. It's just, it's amazing, it's so awesome. But because because what makes it so epic is she, let's go to the second point. She owned who she was. She owned who she was. Do you remember the first thing, what does she say? She says, I will never touch that thing again or something like that, right? She said something like that. Uh, Ray said she never touched that lightsaber again. She didn't want it. I want nothing to do with it. She walks off and leaves. If you watch the movie, she actually tries to run away. She runs through the forest until she sees people fighting and she defends them. So she wanted to abandon this, run away from it. But it came to a desperate situation, to a desperate moment when she saw her friend about to get killed, murdered. And she says, you know what? If I gotta be a Jedi, then I better be a Jedi. She's like, phew. And and all of a sudden, dude, it starts coming and Kylo Ren's, he's like, did you see his face? He looked at her like, oh, crap. She knew who she was. She realized who she was. She owned who she was. She said, yes, I may be abandoned by my parents. Yes, I may be a junker from Jakku. Yes, I may not know who I am, but yet I'm still a Jedi, come on. Yet, I'm a Jedi, come on. She reaches for it, she owns her purpose. She says, yeah, Moses said, yes, I killed a man. Yes, I've been in hiding for 40 years. Yes, I I don't feel I'm qualified. Yes, the call of God is the only thing that makes me semi-qualified, but I'm gonna own it. And he reaches for his staff. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) (sighs) woof, split the Red Sea, come on. (laughs) I told you, I told you. So this is the story, is this. What's your story? What's your story? Yes, you were an addict. Yes, you were messed up. Yes, you made some mistakes. Yes, you might have took a little longer than others. Yet, you're still called by God. Come on. Come on. Woo. See, some of y'all just gotta stand up and go like. You just gotta, just go, Set, who it, what? Because you know what, you got to own it. You got to own who you are. You got to own your story. God calls us to let go of your past, let go of it from hindering you, but own who you are. Own your story and realize that regardless of what you've done, regardless of how you messed up, how you feel unqualified, what your struggles were in your past, if you own the fact that the grace of God covers all your sin, if you own the fact that while you were still sinners, Christ died, for you, then you own it, and you can say, yet I'm forgiven. Yet I am a new creation in Christ. Yet my old self has passed away, and all things have become new. Yet I am a new person in Christ Jesus. Regardless of your past, you can be made new. You can live an amazing life, amen? Okay, grace silences the accuser. I got to go to my third point, because I'm not going to do like Juergen, come on. I'm gonna hit my points. I mean, I mean, I, I just, This is my last message, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be part of this church. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Pastor Juergen, I'm sorry. I just meant I want to hit my points. It's a good point, <laughs> nothing personal. <laughs> okay, okay. Number three, number three, don't quit. That's not as, number three, we gotta move on. Number three, don't quit. Look to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Look at this verse, Hebrews chapter 12, verse one. Hebrews 12, one, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance. Someone say perseverance. Perseverance. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. There is a race marked out for you. There is a race marked out for you, but it's gonna require perseverance. There is a race marked out for you, but it's gonna require perseverance. You wouldn't need perseverance if it, You never felt like quitting. Perseverance means when I feel like quitting, I'm going to keep going. He says there's a race marked out for you and you're going to want to quit. It's going to get so rough that you're going to be like, yo, late. I'm out. Going to Starbucks. Good. Tommy Barnett, I remember him. I heard this one preaching from him years ago. It's funny, you remember some little things. I remember this one story years ago. I don't remember what the message was about. He was preaching this message and he's sharing a story when someone asked him, don't you ever feel like quitting? He goes, every Monday. (laughs) He says, I feel like quitting every Monday. He says, but there's a difference. It's okay to feel like quitting as long as you don't quit. It's okay to feel like quitting as long as you don't quit. Let me read this one verse to you, last verse. Isaiah 50, verse 7, it says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. And I know that I will not be put to shame. Determined to do his will your race is gonna require perseverance. It is not easy. There is so much coming against you. There is part of you that is coming against you. There's part of you that wants to play small and not pay the price. Part of us wants to be lazy. Part of us don't want to, you know, come on. It's, it's the human nature that we battle. Part of us just would rather just chill. Sometimes we don't feel like pressing. Sometimes we don't want to, but the race marked out for you Demands perseverance. It demands perseverance. And I believe it's the perseverance that shapes you. It's the perseverance that really makes you. It's the perseverance. It's that fight, come on, that gets your strength going, that causes you to own who you are, to realize what you got inside of you. You know, when I when I when I talk about perseverance, I remember another message. I'm, I'm, you know, Pastor Drew, kind of location drop this morning. I'm a location drop. <laughs> a couple years ago, we were just vacationing at the Atlantis and Bahamas. You know, hey, you know what we do? And we were out there, and it was so cool because the the some of the people who worked there they found out we were ministers. Me and my wife and our two, Zeke wasn't born yet. My two daughters. And so they said, you know what? We want, you know, Miles Monroe's church is right here, and he's in town. He's rarely in town. Do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So they they. Give us a limo to go to church just to hear Miles Monroe, which was a popular guy back then, the late, great Miles Monroe. He said something in that message I never forget to this day. He talked about character being like a statue. Uh, he talked about this statue in the Bahamas called the Queen Victoria. It was a statue of the lady, and she's kind of smiling. And he says, the funny thing about the statue is that the winds and the storm come and hit the statue and she's still smiling. It's endured every single hurricane and the statue is still smiling. Birds can come and relieve itself on her head and she's still smiling. You can walk up to the statue, curse it in the face, spit on it, and it's still gonna smile. He said, that's what character is like character is immovable, it means to set your face like a stone that says, I am determined to do God's will. I'm going to set my face like a stone. I'm going to set my face like a statue. Come on. Perseverance only comes through character. Perseverance isn't an emotion. It's not a feeling. It's character. Perseverance says, I don't care how I feel. I ain't going to quit. I don't care how I feel. I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care what I'm feeling. I don't care how hard it is. Yes, I want to quit. But my character is like a stone. My character is like a stone. My character says I cannot. Regardless of what happens. Do you want to know something? You want to get encouraged? It's going to be crazy. You ready? Moses. This is semi-funny too. Moses, okay. Moses... Argued with God. I'm not the dude. I'm not the dude. I'm not. The. Finally, he said, "Fine, I'll go do it." Right. So Moses goes to Pharaoh. Right. Takes his saber, which was his staff. <laughs> stands up to Pharaoh. You know, and says, "Here, here we go. I'm just obeying God, walking in my purpose, fulfilling God's will, doing my thing." He stands up. Let my people go. <laughs> Pharaoh says, "No." So he's like, dude, not the way I planned this out. God, you like convinced me to do this. This was not my idea. I wanted nothing to do with this, God. You convinced me to do this. So here I am. And the dude said no. So he goes back to God. Okay, should I leave now? I'm just gonna leave, I guess. He goes to God and God says, go back. I'm gonna send this plague, use your, your saber. So he goes, let my people go or else, no. Do you realize this happened 10 times? 10 times. Why is this important? Because he was in the perfect will of God. Obeying God, empowered by God, being used to do miraculous things that have never been done since then. Turning the whole river into blood, calling all kinds of locusts to devour, and killing the firstborn son of every. Na- Moses was used to do miraculous things that have never been done since then. Yet he still needed persistence. Yes, he needed perseverance. You see, I'm I'm telling you this story to encourage you. Sometimes we can get deceived just because when you feel like you have a call of God in your life, you feel like you have a purpose, so you step out into it and fall flat on your face. You step out to do what you feel God's called you to do and you don't know why it's so hard. You thought the angels would be singing over you. You thought things were gonna be great. It took Moses 10 times. What if Moses gave up after the eighth time? What if he said, I'm, I'm good, you know, this is ridiculous, God, I didn't wanna do this. I done went to him eight times, and he still is saying no. I turned the freaking water to blood, locusts eating all the people, and I just, he's still say no. Boils and all kinds of weird stuff, no, no. I mean, God, what is up? And then when he says yes, he changes his mind. <laughs> it's like crazy. Use that to encourage you. Use that as a model. Because sometimes when you're walking in the perfect will of God, there's the enemy saying no. But we gotta be persistent. The thing is that is, it's not for us to be concerned how long it takes. That's not, what what, what did Jesus say? Only the Father knows the dates and the times. Don't be concerned with the date or the time. Only the Father knows it. Of course, he's talking about the return of Jesus, but only God knows the date of the time of your breakthrough. Only God knows the date of the time when you're gonna realize everything God spoke over your life. You, we're not to be concerned with a time where we're to be concerned about keeping our faith up. We're to be concerned with saying, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I pray tonight that this message will awaken the, purpose, and the force inside of you. I pray that somebody's going to let go of their past tonight. I pray that someone's going to own who they are. Come on. And I pray that somebody who walked into this place on the verge of giving up is going to say, God, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. Just one more day, one more week. If all you could do is make it to next Sunday until you crawl in here and hear another word, then you're good. Make it to next Sunday. Come on. Make it to next Sunday. Make it to next Sunday. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, team, and what we do at C3 San Diego, go to C3SanDiego.com.